Welcome to Choir Talks. Tonight is the 52nd edition of Choir Talks. And so this is the end of a, of a whole year of doing the Choir Talks podcast. So thanks. If you hung in there with us, thanks for that. Um, one of the main reasons we have Choir Talks, one of the main reasons we're doing this podcast is that so all of us will fall in love with the Bible and realize how powerful it is in our, in, it can be in our daily lives if, if we read it. So tonight I wanted to choose a verse that, that talked about that, that focused on the Bible and its usefulness in our lives. So here's the verse. It's 2 Timothy 3.16. All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Boy, uh, this verse has really been scrutinized over the years. Um, every word is picked apart to, because this verse is super important to what we believe about the Bible. Uh, and I'm not going to deal with the controvers- or the things that worry people or, or get people focused, but I'll just tell you what they are. First of them is that first phrase, all Scripture. Um, so there's so many people and people in our society here who want to question that. All Scripture. I mean, does that include the New Testament? Uh, yes, it does. Um, but there's, there's controversy, and there's people that try to pick that apart. And the second phrase is God-breathed. Um, that's an unusual uh, term right there that is not really used anywhere else, and that is picked apart a lot. I'm not going to argue and defend those because that would take me a whole hour, but I just want to tell you for our purposes, I very much believe and am convinced that all Scripture means all of this, every bit of this. I believe the New Testament writers, when they wrote, they believed what they were writing uh, was divinely inspired. And I believe I can show you scriptures that, that show that. Uh, and then the phrase, uh, God breathed, means to me that every bit of it is divinely inspired. So even though it was written by humans, it was initiated by God, and it was written through the power of the Holy Spirit so that the product that we have at the end is exactly what God intended. Um, and so rolling on out of things that, that people fight about in this verse, what I really want you to see is how the Bible is useful, because uh, that's what he says. He says, all Scripture is God-breathed and is useful. So it's really my agenda that you and I believe with all our heart that this Bible is useful. Now, it's, it's not useful when it sits on your shelf. It's useful right when you read it, right? And so, um, but we read it when we are convinced that this is useful in our lives. So he, he gives us four ways that is useful. So just um, to, before I even give you that, here's the context, because I'm using one scripture tonight, and I, I want to... Uh, never should we just take one scripture out of context. Um, so here's the context. Paul is writing to his son in the ministry, Timothy, and in chapter three that he has started here, he's warning him that the people in his culture uh, are, are sinful and they are moving away from the, the ways of God. And he's warning him about um, what that what that culture will do and the sinfulness and how destructive it is and then he gives him a charge that in the midst of that culture he needs to remain faithful and then he comes to this verse that that shows that God's word is what's going to help him remain faithful even in a faithless generation even in a generation who is going to push away God's truth 
you've got to see this Bible as God's truth and hang on to it. And so he gives him this scripture. All scripture is God-breathed, and it's useful. And then he gives him four ways that is useful. The first one is teaching. The Bible is useful in our lives because it, it tells us, it teaches us, it gives us God's truth. Um, truth is very much also under attack in our society. Um, most of our society in America tends to believe that truth is relative, um, that if something is right or wrong, sort of depending on the circumstance. But the Bible really t- talks about an absolute truth and that, that morals that are true in the Bible are, are just as true in every generation, uh, that God is true, he doesn't change, and his word uh, is true. And so we, we can trust it because it is reliable because the author of it who, who breathed it is reliable. So we can trust it. Um, the Bible teaches us, and that's important because we are full of questions, right? Like, why am I here? Is there really a God? What is he, if so, what is he like? What happens to me when I die? Um, and not only the, the what's like that in, in life, but we also have a lot of how kind of questions like, um, how, how am I supposed to know right from wrong? How am I supposed to raise my family? How should I relate to my wife or my husband? How do I manage my money? How do I manage my emotions and temptations in life? And, and how can I learn to be wise? There, there's so many questions that we have as we're walking through this life that we've been given here on earth. And the Bible is our guide for that. It teaches us, it gives us truth that we can depend on as it answers these questions. Um, and, and without the Bible, there's no reliable authority. Uh, and don't tell me the internet <laughs> because the internet is full of all kind of stuff out there, as you know. But the one reliable authority for us is the Bible. And if you take that away, then we're all just depending on our own opinions or the opinions of somebody we read on the internet or um, the, the opinions of people who have passed before us. It, it is only the Bible that can be authoritative in, authoritative in our life and give us truth. So here, what does the Bible teach us? It teaches us uh, to keep us out of, out of error. It teaches us who God is and how we are to live to please him. The second way that the Bible is useful, he says, is to rebuke us. Don't use that word a whole lot, but it really means to just to uh, show us sin in our lives. Um, that's what the Bible does. It reveals to us uh, that there's sin in our life. Um, it, it holds the mirror in front of us so that we can see the sinfulness in our life. Now, that doesn't sound like a very good present, I know. None of us like to see our own sinfulness, but unless we see it, we are going to fall into the destructive power of sin. And so the Bible is the one truth that, is, that shows us moral truth and helps us to see when we are missing the mark, and we need to see that. Um, the next way he gives us is correction. He says the Bible corrects us. So here the Bible reveals not only that we're sinful, and it doesn't just leave us there, but it also leaves us a path of correction. It, it reveals to us the way to get back in, uh, in right relationship with God. It reveals to us the way to avoid uh, failure in life. All of us are going to sin at some point, but but that doesn't have to wreck our lives because God is a redeeming God and his power redeems us. He can pull us out of the pit, as he says over and over in Psalms. And, and he, he redeems us and he corrects us through his word. And then the last word is training in righteousness. So here's what the Bible does is that it, it gives us wisdom. 
Training in righteousness. The word training there is a word that talks about like you would train a child if you were the authority in their life, that you would help them, guide them through life, and as the authority, help them to learn, learn wisdom. And so that's what the Bible does for us. It is our authority. As we walk through life, we, we gain God's teaching, and then sometimes we fall into sin and so it shows us our sin, and then it corrects us and helps us to get back on the path. And as we've come through that process, the Bible helps us to process that so that we become wise, so that we don't continue to fall in that same trap, um, so that we take that life lesson and, and learn it so that we can live in a godly manner. The Bible corrects us, and then it trains us in righteousness. And then the result going back to our, our verse here, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So the result is that we become mature. If we read this, we become mature and we become equipped to be, to serve. We become equipped to serve the one that we were made to serve, to serve the world, to serve others. Um, this, this word is, is powerful. And if you believe that, you're going to find yourself in it. And the most difficult days of your life, you're going to be reaching for this if you believe that it is the Word of God. Let's pray. God, I'm thankful for this book that you've given us, this way that we can, can have your revelation of yourself and your revelation of your ways. And Father, Lord, I'm thankful for that. God, give me a passion for it. Give me a deep desire to, to read it, to internalize it, to let it change me. Uh, so that I can know you, so that I can walk in the way that you intend for me to walk and to live. And Father, Lord, I ask for those who hear me here tonight or who will hear this podcast, Father, that, that they will grow in passion and desire to know you through this word. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.